It's podcast time. Welcome to Max Wrestling episode 339. It's Thursday and you know what that means. This is your captain speaking at my side, metaphorically, is the podcast machine, Mike Larkin. Welcome, welcome. Yo, man, it is a good morning and I'm here with all y'all. So it's a good time for podcast time, man. It's it's a good day for Promo Bowl Day. Hell yeah. Today we are kicking off the most unique promo tournament in, well... Is there a community for wrestling promos? If there is, we're we're in it. And the promo bowl we're, is we're different. The, we're, we're the IPC. We're not the IWC. The uh, the wrestling, international wrestling community. We're the uh, independent <laughs> promo community. Yeah, 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 we're independent. Yeah, absolutely. Last year we invented the promo bowl. This year it returns. Um, we'll go through all the differences later on. But joining us on this auspicious day. First of all, she's not in competition this week, but she's with us anyway, just to put the Frighteners up, Chad, I think. She is the longest reigning promo champion in Max history, Zdemoness. Hello, mortals. Hello, Chad. (laughs) Hi. Hello, You're still in trouble with us, but that'll be another day. No, hey, hi everybody. <laughs> she, she, actually, she actually did you a favour by taking on Ryan Squad. Taking out Ryan Squad. <laughs> well, we, we did drag him to hell, kidnapped him, set him on fire a couple of times. You know, the basics for the demon realm. For all first time listeners, welcome to Max Wrestling. <laughs> we're also, as you heard, we're also joined by the current reigning Max Wrestling World Champion, and he's also up first in the promo bowl this week. It is Chad Malcolm, former host of Bold Predictions. How are we all this week? Hot, very hot. Well, I yeah. knew that, but that's no different, is it? We're in heat wave number two. <laughs> summer number two in the UK. We only get uh, a little bit of summer every couple of weeks. During the summer. I, say, I wouldn't mind, right? But we're in September and it's actually nice. All all summer in quotation marks. It's been cold, wet. Yeah. It's just We we had like a nice week at the beginning of yeah. August. You used to a lucky. It's not, it's raining where I am right now. So it's... We're expected thunderstorms within the next hour, so I'll keep you updated. We're expecting them on this show. <laughs> uh as well, we... As I said, Chad is defending the world title this week, and his opponent joining us is a promo veteran, but he's in the knowledge game right now. Daniel Grimmins, welcome back. Morning, gentlemen and lady. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. So, uh, obviously Moses is running late, he will be with us momentarily. If you haven't already, click that subscribe button, and if you're watching on YouTube, and if you're not watching on YouTube, then go to youtube.com slash maxdressing, and then click subscribe. Also, a big thank you to everybody on SoundCloud, make sure you follow us, I believe that's a orange button, and I've now fixed the Spotify issues, for some reason it hasn't been uh, sharing to Spotify for like four months, so it's all updated now, and backdated. So we're also on Spotify again. Now then, um, we're going to go straight into the world title uh, because we also had the promo bowl about to get to. So, Du-du-du-du. it's Chad's first defense. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, after defeating your your own client. No, you were gonna face your own client. Yeah, uh, you that defeated was it. the Phoenix. So much changed over promos and week. 
<laughs> it all changed. All right, then. Uh, as usual, you will have uh, one minute to answer as many questions as possible. The person with the most correct answers after each minute is the world champion. Of course, if it's a draw, the title doesn't change hands. Okay. And in the spirit of recent events, when the time is up, you'll hear this noise. So, what what noise was that? Oh, don't tell me you're not hearing the sound effects again. <laughs> no, man. No. Not this one. Hold up. Yeah, nothing. Wait, was was that the sound of excitement of a WWE show? <laughs> <laughs> okay, when the time's up, you'll hear crickets. Well, people at home can hear it. Um, so when the time is up, you'll hear people at home will hear CM Punk yelling, "It's clobbering time." <laughs> But uh, apparently the people here won't hear it, so weird. I hate it when it does this. Because even when I'm speaking over it, you still don't hear the sound effect. It doesn't make any sense. So, anyway, you'll have one minute. <laughs> you'll, you'll just have to count. <laughs> well, that's good questions. Nice. <laughs> okay, challenger first. That is DC. Uh, one minute begins after the first question, which is... AEW's Ruby Soho was previously known as Ruby Riot, and what other name? I don't know. Heidi Lovelace. How many times has Roman Reigns now been world champion? Let's see. I want to say five. Yes. Which AEW women's star is billed from the Andromeda Galaxy? Uh, Chris Statlander. Yes. In August 2020, who did Minoru Suzuki defeat for the Never Openweight Championship? Uh, was it Jay White? It was Takagi. The Rock and which other member were the only two to win championships while part of the Nation of Domination? Let's see. That would be D'Lo Brown? Yes. Chris Jericho faced CM Punk at WrestleMania in what year? That would be WrestleMania 28, I believe. So, what year uh, was that? Would, would have been like 2012? Yes, and just in time. Uh, that's a score of four. Okay, so no pressure, Chad. Yeah. Score of well, four to beat. New world champion, then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will see. Your woman begins after this question. And I was surprised by the answer to this one, I'll be very honest. Oh, great, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Who did Seth Rollins defeat to become the inaugural NXT champion? Jinder Mahal. Yes, it was. How many times did Stone Cold was Stone Cold in the closing match of WrestleMania? Four. Three. Which Dark Order member shares his name with a classic fictional pirate? John Silver. Yes. Who were the first tag team to win the NXT Tag Team Championships twice? The Revival. Yes. Sean Spears appeared at what pay-per-view in 2006, getting superkicked by Shawn Michaels? Pass. Cyber Sunday. Chris Jericho faced AJ Styles at WrestleMania in what year? 2016. Yes. Which jackass star appeared alongside The Rock in Walking Tall? 
pass Johnny Knoxville. Who replaced Dusty Rhodes as NXT general manager in 2013? John Lauren. No. JBL. Yes. What is the name of the band used for Jungle Boy's entrance music? Pass. Baltimore. <laughs> Keith Lee is from which US state? Pass. It's Texas, but we didn't need it. You scored five. One by one. Wait a minute, man. Cyber Sunday 06. I just kicked Stan. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a very young Sean Spears at Cyber Sunday 2006. So, final score, 5-4. Congratulations. And still world champion. Thank you. Well played. They played DC. Very well played. I'm pretty sure it was only a difference of one last time with DC. Yeah, that's twice now he's been breathing down the champion's neck. Well, last time it was Iron Bank, but still. Yep. Get getting there. It's very close each time. Okay. Um I was hoping Moses would have joined us by now because I'm pretty sure he doesn't want to miss out on this, but all out was pretty much all I wanted to talk about this week. <laughs> that was awesome. That's all I'm saying about that. There was loads of stuff. Pretty good. Absolutely. Um, I'm I'm struggling to pick my favourite moments, but it's certainly the best close to a pay per view I've seen in a very long time. Even even when it's rife with rumours, it doesn't spoil it. There's a, there's a very big difference between very popular rumours and, oh, this is going to happen. Well, Dirt, to be Dirt fair, just spoiling it. Like, the only one that we didn't know for sure was, was Adam Cole going to show up? You know, that was the only one that we kind of thought, well, you know, because that could have gone either way. Yeah. And, of course, it was very quick. And we're, I don't think we're, we're just not used to people showing up so quickly um, because Cole let his contract expire. There wasn't a no-compete clause. And, of course, with Malachi, they forgot to update his contract. I was saying to um, <laughs> Emma, because I was watching AW last night, and obviously uh, he's got his match. He's got his first match next week, uh, Cole. And it's like it's crazy because it's like he was just on NXT a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And, um, you know, who else have we seen? Like We haven't seen Ruby Riot in 90 days. We haven't seen uh, Punk in seven years. So it's like it's mad to see somebody on a different yeah. show so quickly. Yeah. And I'll, I'll say... For me, like match of the night was the tag team match. To me, that was perfect. Like that's how tag team wrestling should be done. Mm. I, I like <laughs> like baby smile. I just kept sitting there going, Oh, he's bleeding so much. Immediately went like shopping for those nikes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I go shopping weekly for nice. <laughs> I want the ones with the thumbtacks in the sole. We don't stock those. No, yeah, they did look at me like I was a bit mental when I said that. But it's okay, I make my own. It's fine. <laughs> I have a weapon collection. It's fine, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the tag match was great. And um, it obviously felt like a huge moment for Penta and Phoenix. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only match I think that to me was an absolute dud. I mean, for what it was, it was eh, was the Paul White match. You know, yeah. that was it was a filler. But 
don't, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I enjoy Paul White, but at this stage in his career and for what AEW is, they do not need him. No, and I don't think that match needed to be on a pay per view either. It was always going to be a squash match. They could have just done it on Dynamite, but you know, Dynamite or Dark or Rampage. <laughs> but it, honestly, it what that was, it was because you know that if they had Kenny Omega and Christian following Punk and Darby Allen, the crowd would have been dead. Yeah, they needed a breather. That that's exactly what it was. Like they said, they couldn't have done them two matches one after another because it just wouldn't have. Like, you know, they'd be dead, wouldn't they? Yeah, even if Chicago. You, if you go back to WrestleMania 30, um, I believe the last three matches were Lesnar and Taker, then it was the uh, Divas title invitational thing, and then it was the main event triple threat match. Yeah. If you, did, if you took out the Divas title match, Daniel Bryan, Orton, and Batista would have had to follow the shock of Lesnar breaking the streak. The crowd would have been dead. Yeah, they, they had a, a a pointless... Well, it wasn't pointless because it was for the title, but I hate those WrestleMania matches where they just throw all the women in the match just for the sake of getting them all in one match. Can, can you not just build to a match? Like, is it really that difficult to give them a storyline? In WWE, yes. Yeah, very true. Very true. Especially the Divas era. And it's sad because there was a, there were a lot of really talented female wrestlers during that time period. Yeah. Um, sadly, they were all they all became accustomed to like five minute, ten minute matches. Or bra and panties matches. <laughs> oh, those, yeah. Uh, man, evening gown, gravy bowl, you name it. Anything ridiculous you can think of, it happened. Anything. What? I've never even heard of that one. But the rest of them it's, I have. That it's one. literally how it sounds. You win by throwing your opponent into a giant bowl of gravy. Yeah, yeah, that was Where a thing. Like oh, things. Man. That that was a thing in the nineties. Oh my. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Although didn't they bring it back at one point and Stephanie got thrown in? Yeah, that yeah. was the pudding with Vicky. Oh, yeah. Pudding. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing, just a different type of food. <laughs> oh, and don't, don't forget the hog pen. The what? The hog pen, Matt. Oh, the hog pen, that was horrible. Vicky Guerrero and Santina Morella, yeah. Now, here's a little trivia. Who was in the first hog pen match? Triple H and Henry Godwin. <laughs> A.K.A. Hog. Yep, there you go. <laughs> Uh, it's very unusual that I enjoy pre-show matches too, but I really, really loved the... I also usually hate tag matches where there's more than four people in the match or more than six people, but I really enjoyed the 10-man tag on the buy-in too with uh, Jungle Express and the Hardy Party. It's mad that, like, you know, stuff actually happens on a pre-show. Yeah. Because you know, obviously there was a return, wasn't there? And I had no idea until like, halfway through the show... Because I didn't watch it, because I watched it the next morning. And it's like, oh, wait, something actually happened? Because I'm so used to the and nothing happening. Yeah, I think they, they do pre-shows much better, too, by having video package after video package after video package. Whereas WWE just have legends at the table talking bullshit for half an hour. 
And then eventually we'll get the match. Yeah, and eventually we'll get a match that nobody cares about. So, you, first of all, before we get to the match you don't care about, you got to listen to Booker T saying Shucky Ducky Ducky. Shucky Ducky Quack Quack, baby. Shucky Ducky Quack Quack moments. And Jerry Lawler's terrible one-liners. Yes. That nobody laughs at, so he says them again. That's Jerry, man. <laughs> Jerry Lawler's like that relative that everybody has that, you know... <laughs> You know, he says outdated jokes that really aren't funny, but you don't want to say anything because you know you'll hurt his feelings. Yeah. I feel attacked. Well, like <laughs> that's all I can <laughs> Well, apparently you've got trivia to offer as well. Apparently. I will say this. Well, there was a Hardy trending on Twitter, and that was Jeff because he was in that 24-7 running for oh. Reggie's title there. Oh. How long till he can get the fuck out of there? Or I'll be honest with you. Again, I'm sorry, Nicola. No, it's all right. I was just going to say, I didn't get that. Like People were trying to explain it to me, but I was like, so they were all going mad because he entered? Or I didn't get the whole concept of why people were angry about it. It's chasing after Reggie. Yeah, Yeah. and the fact that it's Jeff Hardy running after for the 24-7 title. Mm. And... I mean, at this point, can we just call it the R Truth Championship? I mean, just... well, we got Drake Maverick coming back. They brought him back to the main roster, so Drake Maverick's back in there. Oh yes, because AEW have Punk, Brian, Adam Cole. How are you gonna <laughs> uh, counter that? Let's bring Drake Maverick back. Well, we got no more Kelly and Dade, so hey, whatever Drake short skinny guy we got. <laughs> you, you all, you all know that we're probably getting the Undertaker on Friday. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's got to mm-hmm. promote the uh, Netflix man. Oh gosh! And Michael, I was telling you the other day. Yeah, it could be the Undertaker's funeral, and Vince McMahon would still come with us here and he'd say, <laughs> "Hey, uh, we need you for a Saudi show." We come need on, you for- Mark! Get him, dig up his grave! Come on, Mark! Come on, I've seen you sit up in a coffin plenty of times. <laughs> yep, pal. Uh, you know what's gonna happen, right? They go back to friggin' Riyadh in October, and then friggin' Mustafa and Ali, Mustafa, Mustafa Ali and Mansoor are winning the friggin' tag titles. Are they a tag They're team in- now? Yeah, they've yeah. been. Yep. Oh, cool. <laughs> and I mean, nice. look at—we're probably gonna get Goldberg and uh, Bobby there, and Goldberg will win, and then you got Roman and Brock. No, see, what, what's honestly probably gonna happen is. Hey. Pro- Goldberg's going to cost Lashley the title, and then that's how we're going to get Goldberg and Lashley again. Yep, and he's doing it for the fight of Gage, man. It's all about Gage. Gage Goldberg, G-squared in the building. 15 years old. He took a hurt lock. Mm. We're yeah. so lucky. <laughs> hey, the Saudi. if the Saudi prince wanted, it, the Saudi prince is going to get it. Mansoor is on speed dial. That's how we got to look at it. Can, uh, can somebody introduce the Saudi prince to AEW then so he can just Actually, no, don't, because he'll make terrible decisions. I know, I was just yeah. thinking, I was like, no. what are you asking for here? I was going to say, at least the legends are already in AEW. Hey, I will hey, say... We'll be getting Sting versus Tony Blanchett. <laughs> no. I'm really hoping he's speaking metaphorically, like, we're going we're gonna to clash at ringside or something. Don't make it a match, please. No. You know what I'm going to, though? By the way, you said it yesterday. It was like, I'm coming for you eventually, Sting. And I was just sitting there laughing, going, oh, whatever, here we go. Bring it on. I'd like to think Tony Khan has more sense than that. Mm. Um, 
Going back to Jeff Hardy, the bad news is I just googled how long is left on his contract. Apparently, it's to the end of 2022 or early 2023. Wait, what? I thought he was going well before that. See, no. I was hoping. What I'd heard was that his initially his contract had ended, um, like right, right around Mania of this year, but because he was out for like a year, WWE tacked on another year. Yeah. That does sound familiar, yeah. Yeah, they like to so, add injury time. Because if, if you remember, they said Adam Cole's contract wasn't up for like another year, and mm. here we are. Well, he thought it had six months on it as well, didn't he? <laughs> he thought he was like, had another six months left on it. Who knows what these dirt sheets are going to say? I mean, Dazzy, we all know how much you love dirt sheets. Oh, yeah, I got the utmost respect for dirt sheets, me. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Meltzer and Alvarez. And, and I, fucking... you know what? I actually do have a little bit more respect for PWI for just throwing ringside news under the bus. Would uh, Pro Wrestling Illustrated or Pro Wrestling Insider? Uh, Illustrated. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so after the whole PWI 500 came out and Kenny Omega is the best wrestler in the world again, people seem to what? forget these lists are based on kayfabe. Um, ring, sorry, shit rag news. Tried to say, well, we settled the debate between Kenny and Roman a long time ago, just saying. And PWI replied, yeah, we heard you just kind of guessed. <laughs> um, so, going to the PWI, Kenny Omega uh, listed number one, Roman Reigns rated number two. Again, it is based on kayfabe success, and Kenny Omega's held three world titles this year in to three different promotions in two different countries. The only people that are going to argue about it are WWE fans. Oh, and they are. They oh, are. and they are. <laughs> and that's what they do best. Um, for me, there was one name missing from the top ten, Chris Jericho. Yeah, that was kind of surprising. Like, if you look at it, at given Jericho's age, he's what? He's is he fifty now? He's fifty-one, fifty-two, I think. Is he really? Yeah, he's in his early fifties. He's the same age as friggin' Kojima, who fought Moxley. Mm-hmm. So at his age, Jericho is performing at such a high level. Like, how can you not have him in the top ten? Yeah, and I mean, no disrespect, but Rich Swan made number ten. Yeah, that I I enjoy Rich Swan, I do, but to have him in the top ten over somebody like Jericho or or Darby Allen, see that was the one for me, Darby. I feel like he should have been there. He should always be on the list somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I can only find the top ten. I don't know what what number Darby came on. Have they released the rest of them yet? It's in the magazine. I'm just trying to find uh, it online. <laughs> gotta go buy the magazine. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Do they even still There's, print it? It's like CM Punk's interview with Jim Ross. This is why you buy the pay-per-view. <coughs> uh, oh, okay, hold on. No, that's 2020. Oh, yeah, Mox was number one last year. Jericho was number three last year. So did he? are they saying he had a better 2020 than he had a 2021. He may be the only one walking that had a better 2020. Mm. 
Chris Jericho was number 19. Wow. Oh, where, where did you get the list? Reddit. Reddit, of course. Ah, Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, for everything, that. <laughs> with, with the list, Roman being where he is, I, I'd say he's accurate. I mean, the, the, the guy's yeah. had probably the best year of his career. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I think I said he's on the best run that he's had in six years, but that's not saying much. Uh, Darby Allen, 14. Big E, 13. Randy Orton, 12. Cody Rhodes, 11. Okay. I don't know okay. Cody Rhodes that low. No. Oh, I think he'd be a lot. I feel like Cody's become a little bit more of a hindrance this year than he has been previously. I think I've enjoyed his run less in 21 than I have before in AEW. That, that was mainly because every announcement had to be a special announcement. So like, is, well, this, is this September to September? Or is this like... Because how can it be 2021 if we're only in September? I know, it's weird. I don't get it. Because you've got names like Sami Zayn higher than Damien Priest, and I'm just like, <laughs> I hope it's not making any sense. Uh, I mean, I guess he was more relevant with Logan Paul. Oh, but WWE would tell you that Damien Priest was more relevant with friggin' Bad, Bad Bunny. Bunny. Yeah. Do you know what? I, I wouldn't be surprised if Logan Paul's on that list, you know, because he seems to be <laughs> everywhere, and I hate that man with a fucking passion. But Jeff, anyway. ha- Jeff Hardy fans, he's number 105. Oh, Shut up. I mean, he's had a terrible year. No, that's bad. He's been stuck on main event. He's now chasing the 24-7 title. He's having a horrible year. He lost year. to gender, didn't he? Yep. And hey, you before, don't hate your gender. That was before <laughs> gender uh, came back on TV. I know. That was bad. I Why got- don't beat so bad to him? But then again, it's WWE. They're bad with everybody, isn't they? So it's not really a shot. <laughs> It is kind of surprising that they've really just buried Jeff Hardy, though. Someone who usually WWE are like pushing with merchandise, and you know, kids love the face paints, but. Yep. I don't know what Jeff's done. And you can't you can't say it's because he's got a little drinking problem because they're rewarding the Usos. Plus, they made stories out of it as well, didn't they? They yeah. kept on using drinking problem as a storyline, and I thought that was just really it's, fucked up. It's the only storyline they ever give him. Yeah, something that involves him trashing himself or being trashed. That's uh, not the time they've done it. Nope, nope. Uh, Seamus, uh, Samoa Joe, CM Punk. It's literally the yeah. only storyline they do for Jeff Hardy. If you remember um, back when he was WWE champion the first time, um, there was a thing where he wrecked his car and then Matt Hart turned on him. And yeah, I remember that, man. I think that was originally supposed to be Christian, the one who ran him down, and Tomko was supposed to come back, but Tomko was out of shape, so they didn't ha- didn't happen, and Christian didn't come back until early '09 with the ECW title thing. Yeah. Mike, let's call that what it is. That was not the ECW title. That was the WWE. <laughs> the WWECW title, yes. In the UK, we call it the 50p title. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Fair enough. First of all, it's an ugly shape. Second of all, it's silver. Okay. Um, he did kill it with that title, though. Christian was, like, the best part of ECW with that title, man. I still say that's probably one of the ugliest designs in history. Oh, I agree yeah. with you. It's, it's awful. Like, I'll, I'll say it for me. And you all know I'm a belt guy. I, yeah. I, I, I like me some wrestling belts. Uh, to me, that top my top three for worst designs, the ECW one that you know was last held by um, Ezekiel, Ezekiel Jackson. Yeah. The the current IWGP World Heavyweight because that thing just mm. it reminds me of the Divas title. Yeah. Yeah. And as much as I'm gonna say it and get hate for it, the AEW Women's Title. Ooh. Yeah, I mean they've improved yeah. it by making it bigger, but I still don't really like it. It even though they made it bigger, it still seems really small. It does. Like I think the nicest title that AEW has are the tag titles. I do like the world title. Yeah, I'm a fan of the world title as well. It's not bad. I feel like it just it needs something. Hmm. I apologize for my dog barking in the background. <laughs> Very sorry. Uh, he does oh. that whenever anything happens. So someone comes, you name it. So, yeah, sorry. The, the hound of hell. Yeah, he barks well <laughs> too much. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the AEW tag titles are much more traditional. Unlike the uh, the penny tags of uh, WWE. Oh, those god-awful things. I just don't know why they haven't updated them in how long? When when were they introduced, Mike? Oh uh, god, that was probably around 20, like yeah, twenty ten. Thank you, Dad. It was one of those things where it's just like you look at that, it's like you just want to make a wish because they look like pennies. So supposedly, um, if you go if you on, go. there's a guy on rap named Belt Fan Dan, which you know we've all heard the name. Mm-hmm. Um, now, funny enough, he's actually the guy that designed the current uh, AEW TNT title that Miro has. Yeah. Um, now, according to him, um, there are new tag titles for both Raw and SmackDown. They're done. They've been done for like a year. <laughs> uh, essentially, supposedly, they're the same design, except these have side plates now. Ooh. Great. So whether we ever see them or not, I, I don't know. So they've had the new designs for a year, but Vince has been busy releasing all the tag teams. Well, it was like the uh, the U.S. title. They had that done for the longest time. Yeah. They were just waiting on the replicas to be made. And that's what it's all about is those replicas because they sell for, oh, God, I think the uh, the Universal, for example, I think is like $430 US. Yeah. Yeah, they're anything between 300 and 500 UK. And that's how they make their money. Hey, Joe. Yeah, certainly when the Phoenix goes shopping and he buys those limited edition Undertaker belts for like 600 it is a pretty belt, though. <laughs> yeah, of, of of those, the limited edition ones, I think that's been the nicest. Yeah. 
And then they bring out these. Like three grand. Yeah, and it was just like a stretched version of his mask. That was horrible. <laughs> um, so, back it all out. Um, Punk's match is one for a debate. Um, I mean, personally, I never expected a banger out of his first match. But I think he, he did a good job settling back in. Yeah. You know when we did predictions and I was the only one that said Darby <laughs> Allen. I only did that because I was like, no one else says so I'm going to be an oddball. But I knew damn well that CM Punk was going to throw that dude around the ring and make him his bitch. So I knew well, that. I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> yeah, you were just exp- mm. you were just kind of like, there may be a swerve. Yeah. Um... It is when it comes to him, though, isn't there? Because Darby's one person who... He reminds me, I don't know, a young Jeff Hardy when he just used to keep taking knocks and just get us back up. Yeah. That's what I like about him. He always just don't give a fuck. He's just going to throw himself out of a helicopter or something. Yeah, considering all the crazy things Jeff's done, I really hope Darby makes it as long as Jeff has. Yeah, he's nearly 30, isn't he? He might have a lot of arthritis going on in his body. (laughs) (laughs) I say that when we're watching AEW in a Discord as well. I always shout that crap and they all laugh at me. It's all good. (laughs) Uh, Chad, were you going to say something then? Sorry, Chad. Oh, I thought I heard you say something and then stop. Um, Yeah, I think even if you had even a little bit of bit of doubt that um, Darby may have won. That may have changed the second you heard Punk come out to that crowd. Chicago would have rioted. Yeah. yeah. There's no way he's losing in front of this crowd. Put, put it to you this way. There are certain crowds in the U.S. that fans are just absolutely insane. New York, mm. Chicago, and L.A. Yeah, and AEW's going to New York next, well, Long Island. When they used to come here, we used to be known as one of the loudest crowds, but obviously yeah, now... Yeah, we don't, we don't get it anymore. <laughs> no, we get no wrestling right now. Not even in London. So, yeah. UK? Yeah, but I mean, like, when Impact used to come over and stuff. They just didn't mute us anyway. You and your Max <laughs> just go yeah, there and okay, speak. Nico of the days of you screaming at Bully Ray. Yeah, I did scream at Bully Ray at an Impact show. But I screamed at the Aces and Nates, not just Bully Ray. I screamed <laughs> yes. at all of them. They looked up at me and they waved. But I was drunk at the time, so that probably was a good idea. <laughs> uh, and then we had our old... <laughs> then we have our old co-host, Evan McCabe, who just stood on his chair and turned his back on Big Money Matt. Hey, wouldn't you turn your back on Big Money Matt? <laughs> In impact, yeah. Yeah. Hey, be careful what you say about Matt, because, you know, there's always uh, there's always Rebby Hardy out there. Oh, yes, because, you know, if you say something, you're going to get into a social media battle with her. Great. Yeah. Oh, that woman. Yes. <laughs> now, I didn't notice at the time, but I'm really glad somebody pointed out, because it's actually really cool um, that Punk and Darby kind of reenacted a few moves from an old Bret Hart 1-2-3 kid match. And when you look at them side by side, it is a perfect recreation of those moves and sequences. 
So, Punk wins, obviously. Next, uh, he's pretty much going through Team Taz, by the sounds of things. Um, I love this segment with Hook just trying to look as intimidating as possible, and he's less intimidating than Marco Stunt. That wasn't, yeah, he just sort of stood there. It's like, really, this guy? <laughs> No, I'll, I'll be honest. I don't want to see Brock Lesnar anywhere near AEW except for one thing. Bring him in for one show and just have him beat the tar out of Hook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brock don't give a shit about kids. We have no, to Gage instead then. Oh yeah, maybe then we won't have to have another Goldberg match. Exactly. Please no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, Punk, uh, I love how Punk responded exactly the way I was thinking when Taz stood up and said, don't mention Team Taz and Punk, nobody mentioned Team Taz. Nobody did it. <laughs> that was a very weird. That was just, don't mention, don't mention, all right, we're going to challenge you to a match now. I was like, what is the, what? Okay. I think both, all right, you're both dead. Either, either Taz wasn't listening and just got his cue wrong or something. <laughs> yeah, mate. But then Punk's like, I didn't even mention Team Taz, and Taz went, oh, no, 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 I mean in interviews and stuff that you've done. I'm like, what? Okay. Uh, of all the interviews he's done, he's not once mentioned him, either. So it's like, what the fuck are you going on about, Taz? Seriously. Do you want a match? Oh, you have now. Well done. Your uh, boys are dead. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little bit worried about Punk versus Hobbs, I'll be very honest, but um Yeah, Punk will destroy him. Doesn't matter what size <laughs> he is, that dude's going flying. I love how he threw Taz's old catchphrase against him. And delivered it perfectly. <laughs> Did it better. Yeah. Punk Punk seems to do a lot of things better, let's let's, let's be honest. What's going on with the Dark Order though? What's going on with him? They Messed up immensely last night. Uh, yeah. And I don't get what happened or why. There seems to be a bit of a power struggle going on. Um, I haven't seen Brody Jr. for a while. I got a theory. Negative one. Yeah. He's usually there to kind of... Yeah, I guess. I think what's honestly going to happen... Is they're gonna continue to struggle and con and conflict and all that, and that's gonna lead to full gear when they're gonna be in the ring. Lights are gonna come, gonna go out. They're gonna come back up, and it's gonna be Wyndham Rotunda yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I was thinking that as well when I was watching it. I was like, is this when they finally bring in? Oh, is the fiend? Oh, sorry, I'm not allowed to use his name. Yeah, am he's I? not the fiend I mean, anymore. I know, um, which really. It would work. Full Gear is the week after uh, Bray Wyndham's No Compete Clause runs out. Eight days. Eight days, yeah. That would be quite cool. I think that would actually make a good group. Especially if he keeps the dark character going as well. But then again, even if he didn't, it didn't, wouldn't matter. It would still be pretty good to have him there with them all. And it makes sense as well. Yeah. Um, and then leave it to Punk to drop a spoiler. 
I know somebody is coming to full gear that wants you to let them in. Whoa. Um, but of course, Punk wasn't the only um, first appearance, well, first in-ring appearance at All Out. We also had Ruby Soho, which again was heavily rumoured and was pretty obvious, but was still a great surprise. And it was really nice to see such a huge pop for her. It was much because like, the day she got released, everyone was like, okay, well, she's the Joker then. Yeah. Because it was like, was it like, I don't know, just over 90 days or somewhere? Everyone's like, what's well, her then? Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then it, it, it was, and it's just like, fair enough. <laughs> but no, the crowd loved it, didn't they? Yeah, and I'm also surprised how many, well, actually, I'm not, because it's Chicago, and I think Rancid are from Chicago, because pretty much all of the crowd seemed to know the song. Uh, then again, even Cincinnati did, too. Uh, maybe Rancid are bigger than I thought. I know Punk's a huge fan of Rancid. He's friends with the uh, the lead singer. I know that yeah. much. Uh, Lars Friedrichsen. Um, very cool, actually, that they already have a song called Ruby Soho. Um, but I'm sure we said this week that there was supposed to be a two, at least two surprises in that battle royal. I, maybe I missed the other one. I don't remember anybody I else debuting. There was only Ruby, uh, Ruby Soho, weren't there? There wasn't. I didn't see anyone yeah, else appear. That's not was it that out. blue person that got added like last minute? I don't know what her name is. She had a match, and like apparently Tony offered her the spot in it. Something blue. Oh, uh, sky, sky blue. Yeah. Maybe. But either way, um, Ruby seems to be good. That was cool for me. When she came crawling out, I was like, hey, I, yeah, okay. <laughs> she got thrown out. I was like, oh, well, all right then. Okay, crawl back to hell then. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm really not surprised you popped for Abaddon. I always pop for Abaddon. <laughs> Rosemary, I know it's the wrong company, but anyone in any demon form, yeah, I always seem to massively pop for. Yeah, <laughs> but it was cool to just see her stand in the ring, look at him, and then just scream in her face and then knock him down. I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> that's what you I would do." do. <laughs> I'd do that too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, obviously, Ruby now is heading straight for Britt Baker. Hey, hey, Britt Baker, D. Sorry, yeah, Doctor Britt Baker, DMD. <laughs> just... I don't ever do the DMV part. I won't. I like her, but I'm now like change the title to someone else. Well, You're annoying. What's interesting about it is too, they have never ever faced each other. I no. mean, they've been in the same locker rooms, but they never ever faced each other. So that's a pretty cool dynamic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, any history between Ruby and Jamie Hater? I don't think so. I'm not entirely sure, but all I know about Jamie Hater is light Becky Lynch. At first, yeah, she's gone a bit more blonde now. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, but Jamie Jamie H is on a on a great run so far. She's brutal. Mm. You know, I, I I will say this. You know, as much as you know, I'm really digging everything that AEW is doing. There is one team that they have done dirty. FTR. <laughs> Yeah, um, they had a good run with the side titles, but they're not really doing anything right now. Like, 
for this, I mean, they could have stayed in WWE. Yeah. Like, to me, nope. it, FTR is one of the best tag teams that they have. They're the version of the Brain Busters. I mean, that they are part of the Pinnacle, but we're, we've kind of seen the Pinnacle be put on a back burner for MJF and Jericho's kind of solo feud. Again, we're planting seeds for Wardlow to turn on MJF. I mean, eventually it's going to be just probably just be uh, MJF, Sean Spears, and the Revival. I'm going to get hated for this. I am not an MJF fan, and I do like watching him get beaten up. I really am <laughs> not. Every time I see him, even on Discord, I'll be skewing going, hey, that's, that's, the point, though. <laughs> that's the point. I know it's the point, but every, every time I see him, I just think, oh, shut up, you idiot. Can I just say one thing, too? The fact that they have not fired Max Caster pisses me the fuck off, especially uh, with the lights of what happened, God rest her soul. You know what? He came on the screen on Dynamite last night, and I just left the room. You went to your room, Tony Atlas? You went to your room? I went to my room. I went to my room. (laughs) (laughs) Well, ladies and gents, I have to bow out. You gotta go to your room. Connecting with you all. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you you very much. We'll see you soon. Later. Bye. Um, I've got to mention, DC is also uh, in action very soon in the promo bowl. Next week, actually. Yep. Oh, um, the video. The video. Oh. Who got a video? Oh, okay. Oh, Mike. Oh, Mike just showed up I on screen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, we mentioned uh, Britt Baker a minute ago. Can we talk about what Adam Cole said to Shivani? Yes. Oh, my God. I must have missed that. What did he say? Um, it oh, was gosh. something about, I know you two are close, uh, but if oh, I ever yeah, see you looking at the wrong way, yeah. I'll knock them glasses off your face. <laughs> and he just said, get out of here, nerd. You're not moving fast enough. Get out nerd. of here, nerd. <laughs> Poor Tony. I mean, he probably helped Britt with her promo skills and helped to get her to where she is promo-wise, and that's how he gets treated by the boyfriend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, all Tony had to say to avoid that situation was, but I play Twitch. Oh, okay, you can stay. <laughs> I gotta say though his conversation with Vince McMahon after looking at that it didn't look as bad as we thought it was going to be you know they said it was very peaceful you know what I'm saying before he bowed out bay bay yeah after a while you know that hearing him say baby or bay bay or whatever it is bay bay that's it yeah that that's going to drive me mad I swear it is <laughs> I, I can imagine a peaceful negotiation but at the same time, I kind of think Adam Cole went in there never intending to sign and just wanted to hear what he had to say. Well, I mean, when it comes to WWE, wasn't it the rumor that they were going to make him like a heel manager on the main roster? And I'm like, he's not a heel manager. He's a fucking wrestler. Yeah. Um, fucking no. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> You're going to put one of the most talented wrestlers in the business right now as a manager. No. Not just, not just one of the most talented, one of the most over. Uh, I'll, say someone about, who's... I'll, say about, well, I'll say this about Brian, too, and I don't mean to cut you off, but it's like, 
with with him leaving, I'm just I'm worried about him. I hope he does not get hurt again, man. Because when he's under that style, and I know he wants to do what he wants to do, but I would not like the man to be crippled. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think Brian kind of has a little bit con- more control over when he wrestles and who he wrestles now. Um, so I mean, yeah, he's probably going to be a little bit stiffer, back to his old, slightly more to his old Ring of Honor style, but. It's not going to be like as hectic as it was for WWE when he did uh, have all those health problems. Plus, you know, as far as I'm aware, he gets checked over after every match now since he uh, got re-cleared. Hey, if we can get the cattle mutilation back, I'm, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the only thing that pissed me off is we don't have the final countdown as a theme song. Yeah. Well, yeah, Europe wanted like ridiculous amounts of money for AEW to use it. It's the final countdown. Um, well, I don't know how much they wanted from AEW, but apparently when Brian used it in Ring of Honor, it feels so weird calling him just Brian. It's Daniel yeah, Brian, right. Brian Danielson. Uh, in Ring of Honor, they, Europe wanted like 50K every time they used the song. I mean, goddamn with Europe. They only had like two hits. They had that and they had Carrie, which was their ballad. You know what I'm saying? I believe that was on one of those monster ballad CDs that came out later in like the 90s, early 2000s. And what do you think of American Dragon, man? There was American Dragon Jake Long, which was a short-lived show on the Disney Channel. But we're talking about Brandon Danielson, man, kicking some heads in, man. No Jake Long, no American Dragon, that type of style, animated style. You know what I'm saying? So, boom, let's do it, Brian Danielson. I can't wait to hear that chant in AEW. Because I believe... They're indie fans, and they're familiar with the chance. And Brian also teased it by mentioning kicking Adam Cole's head in. Um, it, Tony Khan may not like it because he's going to have to censor a couple of F-words, but I don't care. I want to hear it. Maybe, maybe in Chicago. So, yeah, that was the end of the night, which was just nuts. With two huge debuts. Um, honestly, I think Omega and Christian's first match was better. But I think we all knew Kenny Omega was winning this one because Christian already won the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can we get rid of Don Callis? Can someone like <laughs> him in the face? Oh, my <laughs> God. He looks like a pimp. Seriously. <laughs> They're suits. No, I sit there and I'm like, no, and he starts talking and I just think, oh, please shut up. He's so good at being annoying. He is, he is, but <laughs> what is with the dress sense of all of them as well? They've gone well back. The Young Bucks last night, oh my God, that was awful. Oh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and one of them had that piercing that went from his ear to his yeah. nose and I'm like, what is that all about? Yeah, and then you've got the shorts and then the very jazzy... <laughs> Jazzy freaking uh, flowery shirts and shit, and you're thinking, you wrestlers or or freaking you, someone from a campsite who went to Tains? What's wrong with you lot? (laughs) It's when kids want to dress themselves. That's the young bucks. They look like the lost members of the village people. They look like extras out of a George Michael music video. You know, if they just want to have freedom and they don't want to let themselves down, God bless them. They must get to wardrobe every week and. Wardrobe life. So, what do you want to wear this week? Okay, so you remember Shawn Michaels in the mid nineties? Yeah. That, but crazier. Now you got Kenny Omega, who that just I know. Um, yeah, I know, right? I, oh, <laughs> What's no. with the blue hair? What is with that blue hair? 
Yeah, it's, that it's, as well. It's got to be an anime thing. Hey, if he Which was I was green, hoping Moses looked into, but Moses isn't with us yet. I'm just saying, if he was green, he would die. I feel 65 style. Boom. <laughs> well, you know, this kind of makes the elite the blue man's group now. Pop culture reference and Mike missed it. Oh, <laughs> he's coming back. <laughs> you missed a pop culture reference, Mike. You're on mute, Mike. Why'd you tell him? <laughs> <laughs> just because, <laughs> just because I mute my mic doesn't hear that. What doesn't mean that I can't hear you? So yes, Blue Man Group. There you go. Yeah. So. Um, you kind of knew something was coming when Kenny Omega picked up a microphone. Um, I mean, he usually did it anyway after every match in New Japan, but not very often in AEW does he pick up a microphone after every match at the end of a pay-per-view. Plus, you've still got like five, ten minutes to go, so you know something's coming. Especially when he starts saying that there's nobody that can beat him. Um, first of all, Adam Cole's music, I haven't got it out of my head since Sunday. It's perfect. Uh, very much Rage Against the Machine-esque, which I love. Huge Rage fan. So Adam Cole walks out, which, like we said, I didn't really fully expect. Or I maybe I just forgot that maybe he is possible to show up so soon. Um, when the lights went down, the first thing I thought was Bray. Oh, no, I no, expected Daniel... Sorry, Brian Danielson, mm. when the lights went out, I was waiting for the opening chords of the final countdown. Um, but of course, Europe wanted too much money in the first place, so we weren't going to get the final <laughs> countdown anyway. So Adam Cole walks out, and I instantly just say, okay, there isn't going to be another debut, then it's just going to be Adam Cole. Um, then Cole turns heel <laughs> and rejoins the Elite. Then you kind of know that something else has to happen because something it's has to happen. Like to, that, yeah. yeah, AEW likes to send the fans home happy, so something else has to happen. Um, and just the fact that they did a new version of Ride of the Valkyries was awesome. So instantly mm -hmm. recognizable, and the pop was huge. It's also kind of surreal for first of all Jim Ross to say it's Adam Cole, baby. Hmm. I don't think I don't think Jim Ross has ever said baby before in his life. <laughs> um and then just for Jim Ross to call Daniel Bryan Brian Danielson was also surreal. Um yeah, it it was just an epic ending to an epic pay-per-view. I don't think we're going to get many complaints from our inner circle. I'm sure there's going to be some WWE diehards that will disagree, but pay-per-view of the year for me so far by a country mile. Oh yeah. And me. Yep. yep. I came out of it thinking, sure, Dudley really are so screwed now, aren't they? <laughs> yes. They they just are, like, it's not even close now. And they're not like, even trying. They're not. They're like, oh, we, we'll get The Undertaker out of retirement. No, nobody wants to see that. Nobody wants that, that's the thing. <laughs> like, AEW are over here signing people that people actually want to see. Yeah, okay, they came from WWE and... Uh, they're not young guys anymore, but people still want to see them and they still have a strong appeal. With all due respect, nobody wants to see The Undertaker anymore. Just let the guy re enjoy his retirements. He should have retired right, years before anyway. 
I like that. Rest in peace. Yeah, he should. He should be left alone. Leave him alone now, yeah. Yeah, let's not bring him back out again and go, hey, we we need you desperately because AEW is doing better than us. Hmm. Yeah. Panic stations were bringing Goldberg and The Undertaker. No. What would Goldberg do anyway? He'd just fall over, wouldn't he, surely? <laughs> Jeez. Okay, so, Bill, we need you to perform six moves tonight. you got to be kidding me. Uh, I could do two if you're lucky. <laughs> yeah, I can get to the ring if you think if you let me. That's about it. I, I and can, then after that, I'll just lay on the floor, out cold. I, I can maybe the do the same move next. three That's times. It. Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so how does Lashley beat me? Oh, you're gonna have a bad knee. Oh, that's easy. <laughs> because funny thing, Vince, I actually do have a bad knee. <laughs> So it's the thing, like, like you said, he got hit, and then it took him like ten seconds to react. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Uh, when MVP hit him in the back of the leg with the cane, it, he didn't react for like three seconds. Yeah. Oh, he's so, he's so bad. Don't put him back in. There's loads of them that shouldn't go back in, but they keep appearing. Yeah. Not only there though. Um, so apparently, obviously, we know Bray, a.k.a. Wyndham, uh, his no-compete runs out just before, well, I think it's a day before Halloween. Um, the next on the chopping block may or may not be Kevin Owens, who yeah, also man. has a lot of friends in AEW. His contract is set to end in January, I believe. Yeah, it's too long to wait. Can, can we end it now? I know. <laughs> we just, we just like, <laughs> let him off early. Ah, uh, well, he, so he could potentially show up in AEW on WrestleMania week. Well, I know you know, but like, I'm going to WrestleMania not next year, but the year after. And after all out, I was like, can I just cancel my ticket? And go all out? <laughs> can I go to an AEW show instead? <laughs> Where are you seeing that? Uh, in Hollywood. Yeah, so one in LA in two years. Yeah. Oh, nice. I'm jealous. Well, it would be, but they're not going to have any. <laughs> There's no, going to be nobody there. I'm going to be watching Undertaker oh, yeah, and Goldberg at this rate. <laughs> Undertaker and Goldberg. That's it. That's all you're going to get to see, Fletcher. What the hell? You're going to be oh, watching Miz. Be you're going to be watching Miz and Cross have a water fight. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and his weird gimp outfit. I really I'm, really not, I'm really not looking forward to it at the moment because I'm just not enjoying WWE at all. No, uh, in all likelihood, you may get Roman and Rock. That's what I'm holding out for. Like, because obviously I've said, like, I think, I know it's a bit over the top, but I think Roman's going to hold the title until then. It wouldn't surprise me because, again, they've got no roster. (laughs) They've got no one and no one's on his level. No. The only threat right now is Big E cashing in. Because I don't see Brock, I mean, you can never bet against Brock, can you? But... Yeah, you know, I don't want Brock. I don't. Um, there's no one else there. He's beat Balor twice now for the title. <laughs> I think Balor wants out as well, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, it was in an interview. He said, uh, "I don't need WWE, and they don't need me," or something like that. Which is very true. I mean, all go. Brian Danielson, Adam Cole, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens. They they all come from Ring of Honor. They all know each other. Mm-hmm. It could be a cool new group if they actually decided to put it into something. That could be quite 
unique. Well, I mean, half of them are in the elite, but... <laughs> oh, never mind. There's more elite. No, there's enough of them. <laughs> but, um... Who's the dude who sprays them non-stop who got kicked the chap <laughs> out of last night? <laughs> name, but every time I'm like, what is his name? Every time I see him. Yeah. It's, I never remember his name. Nakazawa? No. No, I thought Nakazawa, yeah. Oh, uh, Where's Mike going? We need your knowledge, Mike. Um, He's not there. Um, oh, no, he's back again. I want, Brandon um, Brandon, is it one. Brandon? I can't tell because of the mask. Yeah, it's Brandon, Brandon Cutler. Who, I'm, I'm just going to say it right now. They're both the waste. I don't need to see Naka Naka knocking on Kevin <laughs> Nakazawa. He fucking sucks. Just because Kenny Omega wants to make love to him on the bearskin rug, I do not need to see Nakazawa on my television screen. Same with Brandon Cutler. They can fuck right off. Not need it. Does not need to be on TV. You, you can understand forgetting about Brandon Cutler because... Obviously, he did absolutely nothing in WWE after uh, Gunner screwed up the. Apparently, Cutler songs. wasn't. Oh, no, like Steve Cutler. We're talking about Brandon Cutler. Oh well, there you go then. Steve... Easy mistake to make. <laughs> Steve what, Cutler is an impact. He's an impact. Yeah. Oh. Brandon Cutler's done nothing. Yeah, Nakazawa is just there. Just I, Nakazawa does not need to be on my team. He's there because think... kids hate him. <laughs> oh. I think they're just trying to get like more numbers in the ring but like nakazawa and cutler they're the ones that just get beat up <laughs> that's what they're there for uh, whatever yeah they just they take a pound in every week yeah <laughs> and, literally and i love it they'll get this pound and they go and learn uh, it. yeah i mean Wait, the elite think of themselves as the modern day nwo and we know the nwo had like 50 something stupid members <laughs> i think it was literally 52 i'm sure that was a trivia question we had once does sound about right, yeah. Uh, so yeah, they'll just keep adding people to the elite. Apparently, the next ep- episode of uh, being in the elite is going to be fun because they all had to take a bus because their flights got cancelled. Yeah, I read that yesterday, and it the young bucks had to go by a bus, and obviously because they'd got a battering on the Sunday, they were in a lot of pain, and people should feel sorry for them. And I was just like, nah, fuck off, let them let them suffer. <laughs> Well, I do actually know that's harsh because I do actually like them, uh, but at the I same time, they're really so, the I, only I, reason. Far oh. in our dress sense, obviously, but it's, still, I don't think I'm meant to, am I? You know, obviously, no, like, you're not supposed to like them. But I just, I don't know, I don't, and I think it's because I'm not meant to. But I just don't like them. Usually, I can be like, oh, you know, they're good at being a heel or whatever. Like, I appreciate MJF as a good heel, but these two, I just hate them. I don't know what it is. They're they're incredibly annoying, but in the yeah. ring they're incredibly talented. And people will yeah. tell you they're just spot monkeys, but that's just the people that watch highlights. Um, so Chicago to Cincinnati. I'm sure Mike or Moses could have told us this, but it's like a four or five hour drive. So that's definitely that's plenty of content for being the elite. <laughs> <laughs> Um, alright then we have officially witnessed the final episode of NXT as we know it uh, the multicolored whatever the hell it is kicks off next week can we talk about the bachelor party you know what 
we can talk about as much of this past episode of NXT as we want because <laughs> I'm cherishing it as as long as we can <laughs> while it still exists. Um, that looked like one fun bachelor party. Right. I wish I did stuff like that. I just went and got drunk. <laughs> Which I assume was fun at the time for you. Oh, oh it was fun, yeah. Uh, <laughs> eating Chinese at four o'clock in the morning. Don't run with that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, so, who's the best, is it Johnny Gargano, is Johnny Gargano the best man? I don't know, is that, is that, is that, is that a thing? Well, I mean, usually it's the best man who organises the bachelor party slash stag party. Uh, and I can't imagine Dexter Loomis booking laser tag and <laughs> <laughs> the trampoline pa- a bounce That's place. party ever. Where's Laser Austin Theory? Tag. Bring it. What's what? Austin Theory. Austin Theory's disappeared. Um, <laughs> I've just noticed. He's been I appearing. Didn't at the time. He's been appearing on main events. Oh, okay. and in dark matches, but he's been well, completely absent from NXT. Well, watch what they do. Is it's a swerve, and then Austin Theory comes out and he says that he's in love with Indy, and it's like we're not oh. brother and sister, you numb nuts. You know what I'm saying? You adopt us oh. as our kids. So watch, Austin Theory is the one who's in love with Indy Hartwell, and then she turns on Dexter Lewis. Because it wouldn't be a WWE wedding without a swerve. I feel like uh, Dexter's going to talk or something, and he's going to, like, just say no. <laughs> and then some, so I think something's going to happen with him turning. You know how Austin Theory likes to do a throwback to, like, so when he revealed himself as a member of The Way, and he quoted Vince McMahon's It's Me, Austin... <laughs> It was me, Austin. You, yeah. You remember how Triple H interrupted Tess and Stephanie's wedding? No. Dead. Austin Fury drugged Indy. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they're already married. I will say this, man. All you needed there is I'm watching this bachelor party like Chad is discussing here, right? All they needed to do, like I said, man, when these two have their honeymoon, it's like what we have here in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Head on down to OD, the Ocean Drive section. Get yourself on over to Fat Harold's and do the state dance of South Carolina that is known as the shag. You know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about that type of shag. I'm talking about the shag that is the state dance, man. That's all you need to do. Get yourself down to Fat Harold's and have a shag. <laughs> you know what? That's, that is meant so different here, I swear to right? God. Do you Absolutely. find it that way? I'm like, I have no idea what he's on about. No. <laughs> I know Shag also means that. I've seen Austin Powers. Yeah, babe. So, I mean, here, that means the same thing, but Shag is also a name for a dance. It's the Shag, man. We go Shag. Wow. If we mean say that here, we mean exactly what it says. On I know. The, on the... <laughs> it's also Shag. tobacco. Yes. Oh, yeah, um, well, yeah. And I remember a line in Blackadder. Where he said, if you ever fancy a smoke, I hear Captain Blackadder has a good line in Rough Shag. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm. Well, yep. See, it's also <laughs> different when, Mike, you guys over there talk about tossing people off of high things. It, it means something different over here. Hey, man. Oh, <laughs> 
It's like Conan all over again. Toss the salad, I said. Every time you freaking say it in Impact, man, with LAX, it was all about tossing the salad. You know, these gringos, man. Auto lay me rasa. Let me speak on this. Undertaker tossed off mankind. I really hope he didn't. <laughs> I really hope he didn't. <laughs> yeah, it, it is what it is. That whole thing. I will say this when it comes to NXT. Like you said, it's like Jericho. You know, it'll be the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of NXT as we know it. Um, I mean, Vince and Bruce are producing. Looks like Triple H is still in charge, which prayers to Triple H. My goodness gracious for what he had to go through, right? Yeah, that kind of came out of nowhere. That was, a... um, that was what I wrote yesterday, I think it was. Yeah, like, obviously, we didn't even know he was in the hospital until he came out. Um, yeah. And, you know, i got to make light of the situation. I'm not surprised after seeing what's happening to NXT. Hey, man, Vince breathing down your neck will give you a heart attack any day of the yeah. week. Stress. I'm surprised he's not turned around and told him just to fuck off. Most people would tell the father and was to go fuck himself, especially if it was him. Un- <laughs> unfortunately, his father-in-law pays his checks. He's to say his father-in-law's his boss. <laughs> <laughs> and he also happens to have the craziest fucking father-in-law in the world. Yep. Yeah, that's we, true. I say it's no surprise that, you know, Triple H has uh, had a cardiac event after working for Vince for so long and seeing what's happened to NXT. How the hell has Vince not had any health issues? The you guy, the guy's invincible, pardon the pun. Because he's a genetic jack. <laughs> and number two, he has his own gym in Stanford, and also because he had his own cartoon, man. The Kiss My Ass cartoon. Mr. <laughs> McMahon and his ass. Thanksgiving asshole? Come on now. If you're the, and, you, and you have a yacht called The Sexy Bitch... You know what I'm saying? How can you not have any problems when you have a yacht called the Sexy Bitch? So he literally boy. owns a sexy boy. Yes. <laughs> hey, there's no, there's no spreads in Playgirl magazine. It's just a nice sexy boy, you know. Oh, Sean Michael should have absolutely done a photo shoot on that boat. Oh my can't god! We, can't we just like you know sink the boat with him on it and watch it go down? Hey, man, we tried to do that in a limo, and he still came out of that. Yeah. Who, who did they blame for that, by the way? Oh, I totally forgot. I don't care. <laughs> Obviously, it was supposed to be somebody tried to kill Vince, and then apparently it came back that he faked his own death to see how much people really cared about him. Hey, all we remember is Paul London smiling and then getting fucking punished and fired after that. Yeah. And Steve Austin should have broken his neck over and over again years ago. <laughs> I remember being a teenager and watching that, and I know I'm older than most people in this group, probably the oldest one, which is worrying, but whatever. But yeah, I do remember watching that and thinking, please do it again. Like, it was always just smash him up, smash him up. But now he doesn't go anywhere, does he? No. Nope. Invincible. Yeah, he really is invincible. It's It's insane. Uh, wherever the fountain of youth is, Vince knows where it is. Um, but on another note, we are now joined by El Jefe Moses Marquez. Welcome. Good morning. I was really hoping you'd make it before we got went through all out. Did you already go through it? Oh, we we gone through everything. <laughs> See, that I, I knew this was gonna happen. What happens when you sleep in? Not sleep in on purpose, but when you sleep in. Working my nautilus out, if you will. But uh, well then, cool. Give me like two seconds. So I already did a review. 
Yeah. By the way, if you guys didn't check that out, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, say more. There's <laughs> all plug. kinds of uh, free Max Wrestling plugs in there, <clears throat> by the by. Um, but yeah, no, that was like the damn best fucking show I want to say I've seen like the last two years. Yeah. Like, that's how freaking good that show was. You had everybody under the sun showing up. Uh, I popped like crazy for Minero Suzuki. I, f- I don't know why. I-, I knew the guys coming. I'm like, okay, if anybody's going to show up, it's going to be Minero or it's going to be like Jay White. And then, but just the idea of Minero Suzuki and Moxie going at it again mm-hmm. I went crazy. That was great. Um, I didn't hate the opener. I really liked it, but you know me with a shitty ending. You like that's you you you, you take you're like taking my legs out over here. Can't can't beat it. Um, go ahead. I was meant to ask you, man, because your boy Pat McAfee going after Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> yeah, McAfee, I'd run too. Pat McAfee is one of those guys where he's he's he reminds me a lot of uh, of Lambert right now. He's he is down to play like the old NWA style heel i'm going to talk literal shit to you knowing that you can't do nothing you know he's what is he uh what did i say he was that one time it's uh, uh, uh fucking J- uh, jerry lawler and andy kaufman except yep. you know fucking mcafee can go yes exactly yeah no i love that entire thing uh i think i rated i think i originally rated that tag match like five stars it's five and a quarter and i'm gonna fight myself every day for that one it's five and a quarter. I don't give a shit what nobody says. Uh, it's greatest cage match I've ever seen. It's the second best tag match I've ever seen. And I've watched that one and uh, Hangman and Omega against the Bucks twice. Both of those I've seen twice since Sunday. Like, I could. I was like, nope, got to do it. Got to figure it out. Which one's better? Man, I see, I'm going for the regular. I still hold AMW versus Triple X on a pedestal. Can't say, can't say you're wrong on that one. I, but, not that I mean, much. It's, it's it a soft spot for me. That's gonna take some beating. I mean, like I said, yeah, it's one of those matches where, like, when it's stuck in your mind, it's stuck in your mind, and you yeah. cannot change my mind. So, but no, I mean, like, no, it was fuck, great show. Ruby Soho coming out, I popped. I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, Lars is probably going bananas. <laughs> guy from Rancid. Uh, Debray showing up. I kept we kept talking about it all show long. When's this guy showing up? When's this guy showing up? When Adam Cole showed up, I was like, oh, well maybe he is gonna show up in New York. And then he showed up, and the fucking uh, we went wild. <clears throat> I got loud. Uh, <coughs> Rob got a little loud. You saw Harold come in last minute. You know, a little extra tippy tipsy. So it was, but fucking great fucking show. Just fucking great show. Yeah, I could not. See, I was gutted because I was in there with you all because Moses, mm-hmm. the, the little legend that you are, let me come in and yeah. watch with you all. And uh, thank you for that, by the way. Very grateful. And You're then I well. had a blackout. Oh. Everything, we had a massive power cut. So we kind of, I ended up with no internet, no anything. And I was sitting there having a massive sulk. And then the internet come back on about nine o'clock the next morning. So I got to watch it then. But I was really disappointed because I was laughing. At Mo, and I was moaning, every, like laughing at everyone else, and I was like, "No, why did they cut me off? Bloody hell! This is what happens when you're a demon, you know that." Yeah, I was having fun. I was laughing too much. It was just, especially listening to you pop when certain things were happening. <laughs> you were like, "Fuck no!" I was like, "Yeah, go on, Moses." 
I was I, oh, I was loving myself. I wasn't on the level of uh, of Harold, but I, I did have uh, a couple Pacificos going back. It was, but like I said, it was one of those like you you set your day for this show because you knew it was going to be good, and now that the show is over, you were like, oh, fucking worth it, fucking worth it. Definitely. You're like you missed your son's baptism. I don't give a shit. Oh yeah, well you know what I did. You see fucking Brian Danielson. I I was in work the next morning, so I went to sleep before the pay per view and then stayed up all night. Totally worth it. Yeah. Would have been worth it for it. me if I went in darkness. <laughs> what was that, Chad? I, uh, I watched it the next morning. Yeah. And most shows when I watch the next morning, I get spoiled for me. I woke up, I didn't even look up my phone. I was like, I guarantee <laughs> there were spoilers on there somewhere. Emma comes down, she's like, um, no. I know what happens. No. Because she's in Max as well, so she'd seen what happened. I was like, don't you dare. Don't you dare. And uh, she didn't say anything. And at the end, yeah. when uh, Cole came out, um, she, she knew about one of them and not the other, but I can't remember which one it was. I think she knew about Brian. So when Cole came out, she was a bit like, huh? And then when Brian came <laughs> out... She's like, she said, I, I knew I should have recorded your reaction to that. <laughs> uh, but no, it was amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm actually glad Moses brought up Suzuki because I forgot to mention that. Yeah. Um, the debut was great, but I'm really salty over last night. Yes. Well, thank well, you. What went on with that? They I don't know. went over somewhere, so they ran out of time somewhere, so they had to cut. First of all, they cut uh, the main of. The, the entrance short, so we didn't get to hear Kaze Ninare, which is just nope. criminal. Um, mm-hmm. But then, then after the match, they show Mark's in the crowd for like five minutes celebrating. It was a good yeah, five minutes and just going back around. in two. I'm like, what's going on here? Like, okay, I get it. It's his homecoming, but you could have waited an extra 30 seconds in that entrance just to hear that chant. Not I've only that, a, but that uh, fucking finish was mad abrupt. That thing did not look like it hit the paradigm shift. Look like it hit a goddamn suplex. The whole match was kind of it was rushed. There wasn't enough time. It definitely shouldn't have been on dynamite. That was a pay per view match. Give them more time yeah, and they would have they pulled out a away. better match. I seen a post and it was someone asking Brian uh not Brian, asking uh Moxley who he wants to feud with and his answer was just Japan. Yeah. <laughs> just give me Japan. Japan. <laughs> Who do you want to feud with next? Japan. All of it. There's, there's a great video of his days in CZW uh, where I think he just won the, the title. Um, And somebody asked him who he wants next. And Batista was in WWE at the time. And obviously, you know, WWE don't work with anybody. And he just kept going, give me Batista. I want Batista. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds totally like Mark. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, uh, we're definitely on a paradigm shift in wrestling right now. No matter how much WWE diehards want to deny it, there's a paradigm shift going on. Mm-hmm. Yep. When Mick Foley, a former world yes. champion, mind you, in the hottest of the eras, comes out and says, oh, shit, like, you need to be watching your ass, like, AEW's really doing their thing. You need to take a little bit of a notice and just like just stop hating for a little bit and try and join the show. I bet you have a little fun. Yeah, and Foley's not the type to talk shit or anything, and he's always no. Nope. He always speaks very high about WWE, but he still tells it like it is. 
He's very honest. That's yeah, what we he's him. a very honest guy. But he's also still very loyal to WWE. And so for him to say that was just huge. Well, speaking of loyalty, Dazzarino, you want to talk about the girl, man? The girl, as you told me, she's back? Oh, that numb nuts. So, who's the girl? So, girl on cinema. Yeah. Wrote, ex- example of poor booking. Impromptu shit, Mark, say. Okay. Example of poor booking. AEW had three debuts tonight. Three. We will remember one. They could have easily spread these out over a few weeks, at least. Everyone deserves their special moment. Got to give things time to breathe. And JD from New York, a very known YouTuber, wrote, Tony Khan had nearly 200,000 buys guaranteed for this show, and AEW Dynamite and Rampage shows to build for the next pay-per-view while riding the amount of momentum he has, and you want him to wait on debuting people. Let the businessman handle business things. It was perfect. Okay. So if you'd have just debuted Ruby Soho, for example, um, people wouldn't necessarily be talking so much about All Out. They'd just be like, Ruby Soho debuted. That was cool. Yeah. The fact you got yeah. Ruby Soho, Adam Cole, Brian Danielson, CM Punk's first match in seven years, everybody's talking about All Out as a whole. And the guy that... I I, we've just spoke about him. The guy Moxley faced. I can't think of his name. Uh, Minoru Suzuki. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I've got like, pronounced because <laughs> like that's not someone that I've ever been like I know about. But mm. when his name came up, I was like, I recognize the name, so I know that's a big deal, sort of thing. Yeah. So there's five basically five debuts in one night. Uh, yeah, wrong. The great thing about Suzuki as well is you only need to look at him, even if you don't know who he is. You only need to look mm-hmm. at him to know he's not somebody to be fucked with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, did, I did freeze when I saw him and was like oh shit even yeah. I am a little bit no I'm not messing with him eyes are fucking scary no way and I mean Kojima to a degree but we've seen him at Impact but that was Kojima's also AEW debut yeah and, and again I think that was just like an enhancement match for Marks we knew Marks was going to win uh, yeah. and he wanted a match against uh, a Japanese veteran yep. uh, and now he just wants to take on Japan like I said, all we need is Onida, man, and then he's hooked. Onida. Basically, the, the Japanese marks. Yeah. <clears throat> so what do you think next to Mox? I've never read that one before, the Japanese marks. Oh, he's that wrong. <laughs> he's, he's that wrong. Like, he I googled him and I just like, that's like Mox if he was Japanese. That's exactly Mox. <laughs> um, what's, what's next? All we need is what? Tanahashi? Maybe Naito? Some of those No, guys? I don't want Tanahashi. Oh, I know. Sinahashi. Sinahashi, yeah. Sinahashi, yeah. Well, you, already, you should already know that that's uh, Mox's dream match. Yep. So he Ooh, wants Tana? he wants Tana. And they're going to... Yeah. They'll go at it at some point. Probably again. Probably for that U.S. title again. But, uh, I, I mean, you already know me. The measuring stick starts and ends with Okada. And, yeah. and, and I guess Ibushi. No, he's the fucking Rainmaker, man. You cannot go wrong with the fucking Rainmaker. There you go. See, Mike gets it. Who was Moxley against last night on AEW? That, that was Suzuki. Oh, okay. Fair enough. The, the, great, the murder grandma. Oh, okay. The great thing about AEW is you can tell that a lot of these guys are also New Japan fans. So, obviously, Suzuki goes over really well. And he walks in and, obviously, Chicago oh. nails the Kaze Ninare, which fucking Cincinnati got robbed of. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm always gonna be salty. They were ready over that. for it too. Yeah, uh, I need to watch it back, but maybe there's maybe a moment where you can hear them go, "What the fuck?" They cut the music. <laughs> <laughs> you don't cut Suzuki's music. 
You don't ever cut Jericho's yeah, music before they get to the music. chorus. Yeah. You know, when they yeah. cut Jericho's music and they all sung that to him, that was epic. Yeah, they always let him sing Judas, even though they don't know the friggin' words. <laughs> yeah, I've seen your I post about not. that. We need another chorus. I don't actually know the words, but I've been learning it since I've been watching it's in just... Discord, so I'm learning slowly. You can literally <laughs> hear AEW crowds when they're going, run away. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But it was funny because, like, when, when they did it when he didn't have any music and they were cutting to the, the fucking crowd, every other, yeah. like every uh, out of every five people, one dude was on their phone looking at the lyrics. Yeah, like we live in 2021. You have phones. Google the lyrics. Oh yeah, could you imagine that crowd shot? They're all looking down at the phone. It would be like the front row of a WWE show. Hey, all right. Everybody's on their phones. Look at when 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 Judas was banned the other day, and they had signs with the lyrics on. I think they needed that. Yeah, that was great. All out. Yeah, it should have had Sammy out there with signs. There you go. Right, that's his job. That's his Jesus. Why haven't Why haven't they done that? Mm. That's literally Sammy Guevara's shtick. He comes out with cue cards. Like I know, me and Daz have spoke before about picture in picture, oh. and it's like it's one of the worst things. I, I hate oh, it. The restaurant quality picture. Restaurant quality picture. No, I hate it. I'm but, telling you, see, this is this is how we know AEW is TSK. They're listening. Because we're calling it ranch flavored, barbecue flavored, hickory <laughs> flavored. Now, now it's ranch quality. Now it's restaurant quality. Come on, Jr. But no, when, when, when Sammy came out with the cue cards, I'm like, you know what? I might sit this one through. <laughs> Sammy's the man. Sammy's the man. Picture and picture are my two, my three least favorite words in wrestling. Right I hate now. it. I hate it so much. They, they did it a lot last night, didn't they? It well. was a lot but last night. I always say that every time I'm watching it, I always get hungry, depending on what yeah. time of the day. In our case, it's three o'clock. Sometimes it can be late, late. And I sit there and I'm like, oh, breakfast time. But wait, there's a chicken burger or there's a pizza or something. I just sit there again. I'm hungry now. I'm hungry. We end up mm-hmm. having a conversation about food. I, I, blame, <laughs> I blame Fox. They started it with SmackDown. Yeah. Yes. But the worst thing is when you watch a replay, they, they haven't cut out the break. It's still there because of the freaking picture in picture. Yeah, is it fantastic? <laughs> well, I don't know. I've gotten accustomed to like, okay, I think it's gonna be like a rest hold. Click, 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 click. Oh, okay, there's a minute passed. <laughs> In all honesty, though, the breaks are much better over there. It's all food. If they did, yeah, if we yeah. if we had picture in picture, it'd just be like sofas and cars. PPI. 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 DFS. Car show, some shit like that. Yeah, Bleach. No, we got what is it? Voucher. We got a couple of them. Like well, we do a Vagisil chant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We do random Vagisil commercials. Or, oh my uh, god! What's the other one. I love. Uh, no, what's the? What's I love the guy one? any advert you have. That's about medicine because right at the end, it's always it may cause death. Oh, that's right. The Nugenics. <laughs> we always get a Nugenics commercial too. <laughs> we're like, God damn, what are you fucking trying to tell us? It's like they're advertising medication, and at the end, they'll go through literally every single side effect you could possibly have to put you off buying it. Because yeah, uh, <laughs> sneezy, coughing, his nose bleeds, you know, anal bleeding. Like, whoa, wait a minute, anal bleeding. Anal <laughs> bleeding. <laughs> I just want to get rid of a headache. <laughs> right, does this bother anyone else? You know the um, AW's entrance? They've got two different tunnels haven't they right yeah i, I love how punk spoke about it. punks 
Punk teasing it the other day. <laughs> was what great. was going on with it last night? That's the heel side. Last night, they were all coming out of the opposite one. Everybody did mm-hmm. it. Yeah, and that really did. threw me off for like the first hour. I'm like, wait, is this is a good guy? I was like, wait, what? Maybe Suzuki was stood by the other tunnel all night. <laughs> I'm not walking yeah, past yeah, him. Yeah, way, because of uh, Hobbs and whatever his name is. I was going to say there. Hobbs and Shaw. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say Hobbs and Shaw, yeah. He actually was there. <laughs> well, yeah, because they were there. So then Punk went through what would have been the heel one. Yeah. But then yeah. everyone just came out the opposite one all night then. Maybe they close the other tunnel off for, I don't know, some reason. Suzuki. It was Suzuki. Get past me, motherfuckers. That, that <laughs> was the... Walk this way. When, when Punk left, that was the point where they told Suzuki they've run out of time and they're going to cut his entrance short. So for the rest <laughs> of the night, he was just raving. What? All right, so... We didn't talk about it very much, but NXT is almost dead now. Um, but what was oh. weird last night, well, not last night, Tuesday night, was how they still advertise matches for next week with the current graphics. Yeah, I was thinking that's a bit dodgy, that, isn't it? What are you, what are you doing? We we already know it's going to be lazy. stupid and multicolored and whatever the fuck, so just do new graphics. Uh, attack. Yeah, here's one I made earlier. <laughs> it's the Dexter Lewis wedding. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, the only thing I fucking saw of NXT was a little bit of the skit from uh, whatever the fuck they were doing. I guess like a bachelor <laughs> and bachelorette party or whatever. They're all playing laser tag. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? Kind of want to watch it now. Look intriguing. It, it's nice to see Johnny and Dexter bonding. Oh, yeah, did you see that little half-ass smile he pulled, too? Yeah. <laughs> it was up for, like, a millisecond. It's like, the fuck? His face just twitch? Whoops, your humanity is showing. Crap. Oh, he's not going to be long. He's, he's not going to be the creep from the creep farm for much longer. He's going to be fucking <laughs> Johnny's creepy fucking brother-in-law. Uh, yeah, it was just weird, though, because it, it didn't feel like it was the end of anything. It, if you watched last night's show and you didn't know anything else about NXT, you'd swear it was just going to be the same next week. Do you it's think that Gargano and Loomis become tag champs? Here's what I really would like to see. <laughs> I would like for this whole Terrible. rebrand to be a swerve. And for them next week to just say, ah, we were just trolling you. Because he doesn't have the smarts to do that. There's, there was just, just no indication it. last night that they that they're gonna change. Just don't acknowledge it. Just come back next week as a re- as normal NXT and just don't mention anything about it. Yeah, and we'll all be like, well, "Did we imagine that? That was just a bad dream." Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was all in Dexter's Somebody hacked head. Somebody social media. Got it. <laughs> That's more likely than them actually pulling this off. I'm kidding. No, I have yeah. this fucking. I've been. Who was I talking this to? I have a, I have a, a co-worker who he's, I want to say he's on the fence. Like, he's big into Japan, but for some reason he's he's still very big WWE fan. And he, he hasn't fully committed to AEW. He's like, I watch, like, the pay-per-views. I'm like, oh, you're fucking kidding me. Yeah. And I was, he's like, well, after, 
Well, I talked to him, uh, what was it, on Tuesday, and he was like, I think I might have to be watching every week now. And I was like, oh, now? Now all of a sudden? But this fucking guy. I j- it's... This, but he was thinking, he was like, well, NXT is going to be better now, right? And I started laughing at him. I said, dude, I said, you're going to see this old man come out, say something stupid, like, where the fuck you been? And then walk away, and then <laughs> the entire fucking dynamic and color scheme is going to just change in an instant, and it's going to go to shit real fast. Yeah. And um, I was like, did you not see those giant guys? Like, he's like, well, who are they? I was like, I don't know. I was going to ask you. So if you don't know, I don't fucking know. I'll be honest, I, I do kind of like the idea of the, the crowds kind of wrapping around the arena in like a dome, but with everything else changing, uh, no. Right. If they could just do that new arena setup and keep everything else the same, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Don't change the scheme. Don't change the color-ish. Don't, don't change the producers. leave it alone. Well, you can change the producers. Get rid, of, get rid of Road Dog, but uh, uh, keep keep Sean and Triple H. Yeah, they're not too bad. Oh no, especially Sean. He, Sean's been producing some solid matches. Well, yeah, that, you know who Sean Michaels is. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, you ever heard of Sean Michaels? <laughs> you ever heard of that guy? I heard he's been in a WrestleMania or two. <laughs> no, I mean. <laughs> I mean, he's yeah. They're they're really good at what they do. It's just it it sucks that it's like now we're gonna fucking pull the plug out. You know, we're gonna rip the rug out from underneath you. It's like why? Like I don't know. Like how much you go give them some help rather than just oh, well, I'm gonna take over. You know, I what was I don't hate the idea of main roster people like going down there and just every. Every other week, maybe somebody works. Now, granted, I don't want Charlotte down there. Okay, uh-huh. I don't want somebody who's going to bring a shovel. Okay, I want people who are going to go out well, there bring and a do what Punk did. Oh yeah, she's bringing two shovels, bud, and a pickaxe. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like, you remember, like, um, I think it was like probably like 2013, 2014, and maybe that's probably too far ahead. Um, where uh, he had that tag match. I think it was like Cesaro and Cassius Ono against him and somebody else. And it's like they went out there and they had a damn good match. They they had a match where the, you know, main roster guy went in there with a really good up and comer and they put on a show. And then okay, cool, the main roster's gone now. Why well, I fucking went toe to toe with da 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 da. Okay, cool. Now there's a building point for them. You know, you're not using half your fucking main do that. No, instead, you're going to go get a bunch of former offensive linemen, former big running backs, linebackers, whatever. Maybe fucking... I don't know what the fuck you're going to do with Gable Stevenson. You're, you're you're ruining this kid already. Like, he should be an MMA fighter. I don't give a fuck what you say. He should not be a sports entertainer. He should be taking his excellent wrestling uh, background and being a fucking mixed martial artist. Now you're going to make him the giant version of Chad Gable, the Gable and Gable. There you go. I already, I already booked it for him. <sighs> I hate this company. Yeah, absolutely so much, so so much. But at the same time, I want them to improve. It's weird. It's a weird relationship with WWE because I hate it, but I don't want to yeah. see them go out of business. I just want I them do- to do something good. 
thank you. It's that's it's like I don't want you guys to go. I just want you to listen. Yeah. Is that so hard? Linda, Linda, why you no listen? Exactly. Except Linda, listen tell your that. husband. <laughs> right. Um. Oh. Speak. Speaking of uh, family. That MJF segment. I mean, it was gold. Flipping ass. But with Brian Pillman, you could have said a lot worse. <laughs> Even worse than the things that he did say. Didn't he call his okay, mother? I was just going to say, I was like, yes. can you get worse than that? I'm not trying to get worse than that. That is real fighting territory. <laughs> like, oh my God. For, I was. Uh, we had a real weird TSK. Is We got mixed with time. Life came in, but that was just this week. Uh, we did catch a little bit of it, though. And this fucking segment, I mean, okay. you got to admit to yourself that you at least appreciate the douchebaggery of MJF. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, there is no better heel mm-hmm. not- in pro wrestling right now. No. Like, he's he took douchebag and turned it up to 50. I don't know how the fuck you do it. <laughs> but he does it, and and he's great doing it. Yeah, I don't. Again, I can't. I can't hate him for it because he's just so. I'm like, dude, you're such an asshole. Every week, you're such an asshole. But I fucking love it. I fucking love it. He's over here ripping apart. Was it his aunt or whatever? And aunt I'm just Linda, like, yeah. leave the old lady alone. She's fucking a saint, bro. <laughs> the, yeah, the great the methany. Oh God! The great thing was was Bethany. I was like, teenage mom, wasn't it? He said he went and you teenage mom. Oh yeah, um, uh, was sixteen and pregnant. uh, Was it sixteen and pregnant? I'm like, oh, you're a dick. I was like, oh, dude, you need a slap. Even I want Um, to jump through the screen and slap you right now. This this segment immediately followed CM Punk's segment where he'd already acknowledged Aunt Linda, so I was kind of expecting Mm -hmm. Punk to run out. Ooh. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, don't you dare talk to Linda like this. Oh but no, but that was. I mean, we're gonna get Punk and MJF further down the line, so I'm happy to wait for it. But that just felt like a right moment. Uh, but I mean, obviously, it was the right moment for uh, Brian Pillman Jr. to come to the defense of his uh, sister and Aunt Linda. Yeah, and then the other one comes out and gets knocked. Oh, <laughs> oh Griff Garrison got killed. Ones. Yeah, he literally was there for seconds and back out cold. No, I, what was the point in that one? The the great thing about MJF being a douchebag is he's just as much of a douchebag to his friends as he is to everybody else. Like Wardlow steps in front of him. Oh yeah, thanks for helping. You didn't help me last night. You could, you're gonna help me like you did on Sunday? Nah, get in the corner. And he's, I love it because he lets him beat. For a little while, and he just turns around and he's like, throws him off, goes to the other corner, does it again, just stands there watching him get beat, and then goes, Yeah, fuck it, I'll help you now. All right. <laughs> Not going to last. I hope he turns on him and just throws him across the ring. That's what I want to say. Yeah, oh, he will soon. <laughs> they, again, just like Jericho said, with long term storytelling, they've been building Wardlow turning for a while now. I want to see that. That's going to be cool. Um, all right then, let's close out the show. Last year we introduced a brand new tournament that was unlike any other. A tournament with multiple winners, a tournament with second chances, and this year we're up in the ante just a little bit. 
This year, not only do all three winners go on to challenge the promo champion, but all three winners will each receive a briefcase with the power to shift the balance of Max Wrestling. So, welcome to the 2021 Promo Bowl, and kicking us off is Chad versus Ryan Sutcliffe. At one time, they were co-hosts and friends. Now, they are the remnants of the Bold Predictions implosion. While world champion Chad Malcolm is making his competition promo debut, Ryan Suckup is picking up where he left off in King of the Mic to kick off this year's promo bowl. Hello, Ryan. We meet again? It's been a while, hasn't it? So, uh, what have you been up to recently? I see uh, you, you attempted King of the Mic. How did that go for you? Oh, what? Lost in the first round? Hey then, uh, what about uh, your three-on-one promo exhibition against the Demon? Oh, no, you lost that as well? Okay then, um, don't really know where, where to go from here. So it hasn't been going very well for you since you uh, burned bold prediction to the ground. Um, do you know what we had was special? What we had was special. Yep, you went out your way, you burned it to the ground, you moved on to Ryan Squared, bigger, better things. Out with the bold, in with the new, yeah, all right, that's what you're like, I get it. I get it. When it comes to Max Wrestling, you've not had the best track record, have you? I already mentioned uh, your three-on-one promo battle against the Demoness. Obviously it didn't go well. I've also mentioned uh, King of the Mic. But what else happened in King of the Mic? Oh, that's right. That's right. My client, Travis the Walker Anderson, won. And became world champion. And then fought the promo champion. And became the promo champion. So in the past month, I've helped my client become promo champion. I've helped him become world champion. I've helped him win King of the Mic. And this. I've became world champion myself. Now, I know I'm defending this championship on the same night that this promo airs. So by the time, the time you're watching this, I might not even be champion anymore, but still held more gold than you. So here's a little peace offering, a little olive branch, if you will. Here in my hand, I have a contract. All you've got to do is sign it. You sign this contract, you forfeit this match. But we carry on the promo ball together. You join me. We win this promo ball together. We take on the champ together. Share the glory. Your other option, you don't sign. You probably lose, if not against me, in the next couple of rounds. And uh, you fade away into obscurity. So it's up to you, Ryan. Do you want to hold gold? Like me and the rest of the champs? Or are you going to stay in the back? Like Ryan and the rest of the champs? Let us know what you think.
Alexa, stop. Well, 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 people, mouths are going to be over the gobs for this one. Hi, <laughs> Chad. Or should I say, my bitch. Welsh waffler. Shitty, shitty shad bang. <laughs> I mean, I'm shocked you agreed to do this, Chad, considering, considering it's not your shit and you have no control. Yet you're a massive control freak. <laughs> Chad, 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 Chad. Who knew we'd be on the same screen together on an, on a podcast? Who, who would have guessed it? Because that would have been a bold prediction from someone who did. <laughs> very, very bold. But no, I'm here. I thought I'd, I thought I'd grace you all with my presence once again. Can't get away from the big dog. So Chad, C-H-A-D, my man. Chatty, 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 chatty. Chatty. I find you very amusing, Chad. Very amusing. Me and you, we got we got a history, baby. We got a history. And in our history, in our history, you came across as a bit of a dick. And I don't like dicks. I prefer vaginas. <laughs> I prefer vaginas. I'm so, why have you agreed to this? Me versus you? Because you... Check the record book. Every time it's me and you, you always lose. I always come out on top each and every time, and I will do with this. But, you know, credit for taking part, because that's what it's all about. All about. <laughs> see, see, Travis, you're Travis's lawyer. Well, I'm coming for Travis. But since you're his lawyer, you should probably know that whoever you touch, in the end, they always leave you. Look at me. Look at Ryan. Look at your man, Timothy, Timothy, Tom. What happened to Tom Lavender, huh? That was his former client, Travis. That was his former client. <laughs> See, Chad, I'll always be your bitch. I will always own you. No matter where you are in life. Ball predictions, owned. Max Wrestling, owned. You will never, ever even come close to touching me because I am unfondled by your essence. Bitch. You just look at me. I am a fucking king. And you are my fucking jester. You're a laughing stock at Max, just like you're a laughing stock at Mold. There's nothing, there is nothing you can ever do to touch me. Nothing. Even on the podcast, you always complain that I was late. I was making you wait because whatever, whatever project I'm involved in, it's always on my time, baby. Always. You're my bitch. My bitch, you sat there on bold after me and Ryan left, continuing to slag us off, but yet you'd still watch our amazing TV show, Ryan Squared. Season 2 will be coming soon. Just putting that out there now. You continue to watch. Do you know what that is? That is me betting you on the first date. In other words, that means you're fucking easy. 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 But you know, I best, best sanitise myself, because this, this shit's about to get dirty. Real fucking dirty. The message for anybody out there watching Max Wrestling Podcast. I'm coming for you all. Coming for you all. Moses. It was a lucky day for Moses. We all have bad days. I wasn't feeling that well that day. <laughs> no, make no mistake about it. Whichever company I get involved with, I take. I take, 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 take. Clock sticking, Max boys. 
Clock is ticking. This is just the beginning of the rise because I'm the spark that light the flames that burns Mucks wrestling to the ground. Alexa, play me never gonna give me Never gonna give me up. Never Rick gonna Astley. give you up by Rick Astley. On Amazon Hope you're watching, boys. All for you. The big dog has spoken. And voting is open. You know what to do by now. Go to maxwrestling.net slash vote to decide who goes through to the Promo Bowl finals. The winner will eventually face the winner of our next match in the tournament, which is between two RWT veterans. It's the straight-shooting Daniel Crimmins versus Ted P. Nero stepping in for the kingpin. Um, but that's not all, because it's a double week. We also have Chris Maldonado taking on former promo champion, the Phoenix, next week. Um, now, before I run through the promo series lineup so far, last week I had a very special challenge. This week it's been answered. So now it's official, uh, promo series 6 Justice Day on November 18th, you will finally get to see The Shape versus Robert Davis for the first time ever. Robert's coming out of retirement for one last ride. <laughs> and it's an honour to share the road with him. But also, at Promo Series 6, as I just said, uh, the promo champion will be defending against the three winners of the promo bowl. The current champion is, of course, Travis DeWalker Anderson. And all three winners will also each receive a briefcase, one with a knowledge title shot, one with a world title shot, and one with a kill switch, which lets them add themselves to any other title match, plus ban somebody else from promo competition. All briefcases must be cashed in before promo mania. The knowledge championship itself is also on the line, as the Phoenix will defend in against the winner of the first ever Ring of Games, which was supposed to happen at Promo Slam, but it's happening at Promo Series instead. Four people will compete in a series of new trivia challenges for the shot at the Knowledge Champion. And as you just heard earlier in the show, Chad is still our World Champion. He will now be taking on Moses Marquez for the World Championship at Promo Series. 
What we don't know is if it's going to be trivia or promo. I think that's down to the well, challenger. See, if he's scared, if he's scared, it's going to be knowledge. If he's not scared, <laughs> it'd be a promo. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. Ah, that boy, you're smart. That's why you're a lawyer. <laughs> you're, no, no, granted, you're a lawyer to a redneck. If hey, we got if you want to do promo, well, let's go for it. Oh, I love the competition. Ooh, I, in hope. I love We've the enthusiasm. The asthma. <laughs> um, yeah, so that is promo series six. Uh, Justice Day comes your way November 18th, and of course, the Ring of Games is on the pre launch show on November 16th. Go to maxrassing.net slash promo series six for more information. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Grab some free ice cream on me on the way out. This is the Max Racing Podcast. Remember to like and follow Max Racing on Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us at Max Racing UK on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, even though we don't really post on TikTok. Also, go check us out at maxracing.net. You can follow us on social media at thecaptain512, at mcl92, and at smrpodnet. Before we get to our very special guests and tap out and bid you adieu, Remember, Twitch makes Vince's dick itch, and everyone on Anchor thinks he's a wanker. Everyone on TikTok thinks he's a cock, including Moses Marquez. Hopefully my goddamn shit doesn't cut out again, but yeah, you fucking come get you a bar. Cutting you out like a dynamite production crew. Dynamite production nonsensory. So speaking of dynamite productions, um, I did a a full-scale review of All Out. It's out now on Spotify, all the fun jazz, wherever you go get your podcasts. Um, two. It, I've it, blah, we got like two days, three days straight of Bolt Ranch sh- shows dropping starting today, and I think about six o'clock tonight. I've got three shows, so one dropping Thursday, one Friday, one Saturday. Game Sunday, game review on Tuesday, not Monday. Cause why? Want to know why? Cause Mondays are safe for retro. Which we'll be back with, uh, I think, what was it, September 24th, 1986, something like that? The week before Halloween Havoc, that's all I know. All right. So, just in time for Wyndham Rotunda's debut. Damn right. (laughs) And he's been pretty quiet for the past hour, but Mike, who you been talking to? Man, the next edition of Beyond the Max is coming out, Rain Cruise. Mm -hmm. We're putting that out on the weekend, right? Uh, yeah, hopefully it'll be up at the weekend. All right, cool. Man, we talked about her doing her thing, TikTok. This was on her only 11th time doing ring announcing. She just started this year, and, man, she killed it at SummerSlam on the kickoff show. And we talked about professional wrestling as a whole. There was a nice mention of Santino Brothers Wrestling School. which was- So check out Rain Rain Cruz, uh, LFC. I'm going to be doing my ring announcing thing thing on Halloween, so I look forward to being in Vegas and doing it up. And that's really all that's going on me right now, LonJFC.com, StephenMikeShow.com, each and every week on the Max Wrestling Podcast. And I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. I'm doing the damn thing. We're all doing the damn same thing. Thank you. Damn right. And our special guest. Oh, Mike announcing? Oh, those guys. No, no, no. I just, oh. no yeah, I can see it now. It's like it's like Bruce Buffer. <laughs> you ain't got shit on Mike Lacken. I can see Mike now doing like the whole like jumping around. That's oh, great. Yeah. You gotta do. You gotta get. You gotta get stupid hype like him. 
Oh, I, I think I, I can. heard that this dude would like do like he like uh, what is it? He like rips uh, an energy drink and then smells smelling salt before he does this. And I'm like, are you <laughs> kidding me? This guy's hot cool. I only got one thing to say about Bruce Buffer, man. Wall bridge, man. You don't mess yes. with the Zopon. Yeah, that yeah. elongate those verbs. Hey, the ratio, man. The ratio. <laughs> the ratio. And don't forget one very important ingredient for announcing, Mike. The Hutzpah. The Hutzpah is coming to Vegas. I cannot <laughs> wait. I'm going to do it in increments. It's going to be a plethora. I feel good. And our very special guest, first of all, the Demoness. If people are very, 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 very brave, you can find her at. You can find us at NicolaMac853 on Twitter as a demoness and you can also find me on facebook nicola mcdonald dave smith one other thing the demoness has been quiet since she found out she was going against another queen Mm -hmm. supposedly queen so at the weekend the demoness herself will appear live and address that situation oh you never want to miss a live demoness you should all be warned that demon is very uh What's the right word, right? Are you kidding now? me? Have you ever been in front? Have you ever been in front of a live demoness? I'm running for it. I tell you what, <laughs> I watched the live one, but I ain't, I ain't gonna be in front of it. Nicholas ready to verbally mollywop. Yep, verbally mollywop. Verbally mollywop. EM stood for voicemail. Now it's verbally mollywop. <laughs> no, uh, she will address Queen Iris herself on the weekend. All right. Let's just say one thing: she better start running, and so should Travis because it's. Uh, I'm going for. You're safe though, Chad. I was going to say, hopefully you leave Travis's <laughs> lawyer alone. <laughs> I'll say, Chad. She'll leave, she'll leave you alone under my condition, but other than that, the other two, <laughs> they should put our backs because I'm coming for both and anyone else who's in front of me. Her. Her. <laughs> I'm going to tear everyone apart, but I'll leave you alone. She's coming for the crawler. I'm just kidding. Oh. Hang on, hang on. The demoness does not go near children, as we know. She has her own minions. Yeah, oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and still, the Max Racing World Champion, Chad Markham. Speaking of minions, the next time that you guys hear from me, I might have another one mm-hmm. because my partner is 37 and a half weeks pregnant. So any minute now, I could be rushing down to the hospital. <laughs> So, um, nervous, nervous times. <laughs> that, that would have been great halfway through a title defense. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Oh, gotta go. Gotta go. Uh, uh, gonna go have a child. <laughs> uh, that would have been like the weirdest conversation ever, wouldn't it? Halfway through, Max. Sorry. Go. Bye. Gotta go. Partner's been into labor. See you in a bit. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we've got that going, which is, you know, exciting but nervous times. Uh, other than that, I've not really been up to much. If you want to find me on Twitter, at ChadJai30. Other than that, not really up to much at the moment. Just, uh, you know, lawyer duties. No Twitch? Well, every now and again. Not too much, though. If you want to follow me on Twitch, it is the same as my Twitter, ChadJai30. Um, I'm not very reliable on there, though, so, you know. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> so much like the Phoenix. You can follow me on Twitter, but I never tweet. <laughs> yeah, you can follow me on Twitch. Don't know how, off- how, how, how often I'm going to be live, but, you know. A three-week break, but, you know, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> and I don't think anybody on the call is going to hear Eric Young, but for you people at home, join us next week. Next week. <laughs>
There he Next is. Week. There he is. <laughs> for promo bowl week two, we. Uh, we know who the win. Well, we will know who the winner is going to be between Chad and Ryan by next week. That will be announced on Monday. And next week we have the D. Uh, Daniel Crimmins, DC, versus Ted P. De Nero and Chris Maldonado versus the Phoenix. It's a double week in the Promo Bowl. This was episode three hundred thirty-nine. We will catch your ass down the open road, and that's the bottom line. Goodbye, Mwah! and good night. Since Chad is on the call. Why? I was going to say you should have just played Ride of the Valkyrie there. I was just going to say I'm glad I didn't get interrupted <laughs> by Daniel Bryan right there. <laughs>